Oh, my goodness. Guys, how are we doing? We're doing great. Right, how are you boys doing? doing? Couldn't be better. We're Honestly, doing all right. Little tired coming off a flight from a little place called Oregon. Sean, Ooh. what do we do there? Arguably the best state in the continental U.S. Maybe not, maybe not the best, but the, the most beautiful that I've been to, for sure. Hands we down. Were, Hands down. It, it is gorgeous. Really underrated. I, I didn't expect it to be that beautiful, but... Chris and I, best, best state on the West Coast. Haven't been to Washington, but I've heard that's beautiful too. Chris and I were there for a. Uh, a I had an aunt, actually Aunt Betsy. It was her fiftieth uh, birthday party, surprise fiftieth birthday. So Chris tagged along. We went there for the for uh, the birthday party on Monday. Happy birthday, and, Aunt Betsy. Betsy's and, Betsy's sweet. We stayed in her house. Uh, she is a great she, host. Yeah, so. Great lady. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Aunt Betsy. We flew in Monday and Tuesday. We had nothing to do before we we flew back on Wednesday besides the fact that I had an exam in the afternoon. And I just jokingly threw around to Chris that he should drive down to where else but Bandon Dunes uh, (laughs) on Tuesday. Which was a total joke at first. a joke, yeah. Chris had no idea where Bandon even was in relation to us. And an hour later, we had a tea time in a rental car, and we were driving down at 5 a.m. the next morning to get to our tea time in the afternoon. So That is so special. <laughs> so it came special. together pretty fast, and it was absolutely unbelievable. Chris, what did you think of the golf course? And Mike, you've also played, so you can speak to this as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I've played a lot of top 100 courses. Um, and. Ooh. Well, I'm only saying Subtle that. flex. No, it's not a flex. I'm only saying that to... Swinging his dick around. To <laughs> hammer the point home that this is the most magical place I've ever been to. Period. Yeah. It's amazing. Not even golf course. It's yeah, the golf aside. place. Yeah. I mean, the... the it's I heaven mean, on earth. It really is. You're looking out into the ocean and you're like, your life is complete. Everything comes together. It's like so tranquil. It's peaceful. You're out there playing you golf. To, you don't you have get, to worry about a thing because when I say it's in the middle of nowhere, it is literally in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Which it makes really it so remote. sick. Yeah, I think it adds to the like kind of the abandoned factor, you know. You just feel like it's totally zen out there. I mean, there's you're not thinking of anything else besides being it's so simple. Present. It's just yeah. such a simple moment. It really is. Like I had an exam I had to take in the clubhouse after our round <laughs> that I had been studying in the car for. I studied Where'd for you four take and it a half the, hours. Where'd you take it in the bar? No, uh, actually, just next to uh, the clubhouse, there was a little library that I got access to. 
which was nice of the, <laughs> the band and staff to let me in there. And I took it in there and it was, it was great. But I'd been studying in the car on the way down. I was stressed out about it. And I showed up to Bandon and all my stresses went away immediately. I, all I was God. worried about was just having a great time. It's also so the... You, it, go ahead, wait, you studied four hours in the car, didn't get car sick. Did not get car sick once. I was so, it was, it was the bandit factor. I was so amped up. It really is the bandit factor. It's also, let me tell you about the small little things. I mean, it's the service, right? You have someone like a, like a first tee concierge. They guide you to the first tee. They tell you everything you need to know. (laughs) They get you set up. The wait staff is phenomenal. The food is phenomenal. The, uh, the bandit dude pale ale is, is unreal. I didn't have a chance to get the, uh. The yeah, sheep yeah. ranch lager. Oh, that sounds good. But the um, oh, it's phenomenal. I actually, <laughs> I was telling Sean this when we got in the car. I was like, the most underrated part about this place is in the bathrooms. The faucets, when they set in the neutral <laughs> faucets, set in the. This is the best part about Bandit, by the we way. We both agreed the, to this. This is the best. Thing. The faucets set to the neutral position. When you lift it up, it the water is at a perfect hotness. Usually, when at the neutral yep. position, you turn on it's a little cold, maybe room temperature. You got to fiddle around. Then you go too hot. You go, you know, this one you lift straight yeah. up, and it's just perfectly warm on your skin. And as outrageous as that sounds, that's just an example of the, the incredible factor. attention to detail that Bannon has. And you, you know, it's called the Bannon factor. You heard it, it here is. first, so. <clears throat> Wait, to add on... Oh, go on, Sean. I was just going to say, Bandon is unbelievably special. Mike, take it away. That, Chris, you mentioned the service, and you know the one time I went there, it was absolutely second to none. I remember my dad and I, we pulled in a four-hour drive from Portland. We're absolutely exhausted. My dad, you know, we were getting settled down in our cabin, um, and, you know, my dad goes, man, we need to get, like, a six pack and you know the guy and the guy and the guy that's the first order of business that is the first order of business and you know the the guy was helping us with our bag says what what do you guys want and you know my dad like uh what about course heavy you know the banquet beer this guy gets in his car he drives into town and he buys us a full rack of course heavy (laughs) and just in a plastic (coughs) bag and he goes here you go and my dad I kid you not, goes, no fucking way. <laughs> that is awesome. It is. It was unbelievable. And, you know, I was That there, just I'm gave just me like, chills. Yeah, this was, seriously. I'm like, this is unbelievable. It's yeah. it's the band of difference. It's just the thing that puts it over the top. It, and and never mind place. when you're standing on the 16th tee of the Dunes course, drivable oh, par four. You have the entire Pacific to your right, as far as you can see down the coast. You're standing out there on this isolated tee. You got like a cliff just to your right. You're looking out. There's kind of like a hazy mist yeah. by the green. And it's, it's hard only to on describe. 16. It's, it's amazing. And that green just like opens up. And, it's and you're like, just looking you at it like, like this, this is... This is the culmination of everything in my life coming together. And it that's really what it is. feels like. And you get these unbelievable holes like 16, which everyone that watched the USAM probably remembers. The drivable oh, four. 
and the par threes there are incredible just in general they're so tough all of them all on the water or hitting you know straight away at the ocean and they're all really difficult the clubs i hit into the par threes were four iron two iron three iron three iron yeah to, to tiny postage stamp greens yeah and all those greens have probably about four you know those surfaces probably about 40 percent of those that green you can actually put a pin on right <laughs> yeah especially on uh i think it's 12 the the long one it we played it that's all the, the way one back. that's like 240 right yeah so we played it all the way back uh <clears throat> the whole the whole way the entire course we walked to the the way back tee box they didn't even have markers out there but Amazing we had special walk. permission to play the us Antes. we played it from 255 and it's a posted <laughs> stamp i mean it's a joke oh god like, false front false back and a little pot bunker that spells death right in the middle of the green yeah just pissing into the wind. It's a good par four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I lay, was right. Did you guys lay up? No, I actually went over. I almost went into the ocean. What I hit two think? irons straight over the green. Oh, big hitter, Sean Fitzgerald. No, I, I one of my best shots of the day. I well, really that's what it is. It we thought it was stiff, and then we. It turns out it's over the green. He chips it back. I think he three putted for a I double. <laughs> From I was so frustrated, went over. I chipped it up to twenty feet and just hit it like six feet by and missed. So and he went. He probably went dead silent after that. It was a no. Scene. I, I you know I got mad for like five seconds and then I was like, I can't get mad yeah. out here. It's I'm at too Bandon. good. I'm at Bandon. It's too good. I so after that I was totally fine. Usually I wouldn't be, but I was. So and, I have to ask you guys this question. What is a better view? That view when you walk up to the 16th tee or that view from four fairway where Dude. you first start to see that glimpse of the green? Four is so special. Four gives me chills. We said that was the greatest approach shot we've ever hit. We'll, we'll post uh, these pictures on, on our Instagram. Um, we'll, post, we'll, we'll put up four and we'll put up 16. We'll put up a couple others. I think six was the other one that was... That was beyond spectacular. Six um, is the one that plays straight straight along the cliff, right? Right, yeah, long yeah. par three. And there's so many signature holes out there, obviously. I mean, 16 is the signature hole. But, you know, some of those par threes and four, even five is unbelievable. And then there's the inland holes that people don't really talk about or maybe they don't get awesome. any credit. And they're unbelievable. They're if they were on any other golf course, I would say they're unbelievable. But because they're surrounded by even better ones and you're surrounded by the ocean on many of the holes, they kind of go under the radar. I mean, you're Chris, surrounded, you're also surrounded by four other world-class golf courses. Exactly. Uh, Chris and I were talking about it. We, we stood on 18T after playing... 16 and 17, which I think are maybe the two best holes in the golf course. Sean eagled 16, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really? Wait. I did. What did you do? Like two iron, two putt? No, no. We played all the way back from 365, and uh, I ripped a high fade. It was straight downwind. Yeah, the prevailing wind straight downwind on this hole. Well, so I I teed off first, and I blocked one into the Pacific. And then, <laughs> and then Sean hits it to like thirty feet. We didn't know it at the time, but you he, couldn't he, see. But he roped it. 
to 30 feet. Chris. Then I re tee and I hit it to eight feet. <laughs> yeah. It was Why'd a joke. Why'd you re Wait, how? It was such a special shot. You gotta hit it again if you can. How much? How much like right hand English did did Chris give it to you know save it on? on oh the my god! Ball? I was afraid for his back, dude. The amount on of what table? On the, the first, first... table on sixty. How much did you try to save it with your right hand? No, that I mean that was just a, it was a, like a slice. I was kind of trying to cut it, and <laughs> so I just push slice. It was just a block slice, yeah. Oh, no. But yeah, I, I hit it to like 30 feet, and I go, Chris, you're gonna want to take a video of this. I'm making eagle here, and I actually made the putt. I had been, I had made nothing all day, and uh, rolled in this 30 footer dead center, which was super cool and kind of salvaged the round a little bit. I won't um, believe it until I the, see that on the Instagram feed. The thing about the, yeah, you you better believe it, Mike. Yeah, the, they'll be there. The thing about the course was, like, we played the front nine, and it wasn't very windy because we teed off at 10 a.m., and it was a perfect day, and uh, we were both playing well. Sean was around even. I think I was one under, and you're like, oh, this is, like, you know, this is so gettable. Like, how are they making it's bogeys not- in the USAM? And then we get it's to, like, we get to the no, back, and those not- those long par threes, couple long par fours, and the, the wind picks up. God turns the fan and on. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> totally different golf course. Seriously. It's plays, amazing. You know, each nine, I'd say the back nine played four shots harder, maybe. Three three shots harder, at least, with that wind than it would have with, that, without the wind. It was. But that back nine intense. is a solid 10 out of 10. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, the front nine is spectacular. But the back nine is on a somehow level. manages to yeah this the the front's awesome don't get me wrong the back somehow manages to blow it out of the water yeah yeah and even holes like you know I think ten and eleven are holes that are kind of underrated in eighteen but when you I really think get eighteen is an amazing golf hole oh my god eighteen Chris and I stepped on the tee and we go oh this is kind of a cop out hole. And no, it's a hard par five. Yeah, six. Because if you go left or long in the green anywhere, you're fucked. You're short sided. Yeah, you you have no angle. It and seems like great. the most inviting hole ever. You know, especially off the tee. But on the second shot, you're like, oh, I can miss this anywhere left, and I'll be fine. But you're lucky to make five or six if you go left, and you're you know a little bit long in the stick. I mean, it's impossible to get up and down. And that's a good segue because, you know, one of the great things about Banded Dunes and the other courses that, on that property is that it's inviting off the tee. You know, the fairways there are pretty generous, but if you don't oh, yeah. hit it on the correct side, you don't have a shot to the pin. <laughs> Mike, you'll get a kick out of this. I mean, Mike has seen me drive the ball. I'm not notoriously wild, but I'm not the straightest hitter, and, and I, I'm pretty long. I hit every fairway at Banded. So yeah. that's I saying mean, these something. Fairways, these fairways are hundred yards wide yeah, yeah but mike is right time. that like you you can be in the fairway but if if you're on the wrong side it's really hard to get to some of these pins and we had some generous pins but it's nearly impossible to get to some of them if you're on the wrong side and and especially if the greens firm up and and the wind picks up so it's more of it's, like in a it's the ahead. type of golf course where you need to play the whole from the green back to the tee. 
you know, you need to know where yeah. that pin is and then, you know, work your way, work your way backwards. And I think it's a little unfortunate too. I mean, I'm not, not complaining, but course is probably a little softer than it usually is, especially this time of year. I think just, you know, they had the USM, they probably let it go a little <clears> bit, <throat> let it get pretty firm. So when the course is really firm, I can expect that it's really about width and angles and really putting yourself in the right position because there's definitely some pins that even if you're in the way left side of the fairway, you probably can't access, for example. So I'd love to see this course playing really, really firm. And obviously we're definitely going to go back and hopefully that's kind of what we get because it would be a great test. Mike, I think and we have the same top two courses now. I, I have Bandit number one and, and Pinehurst number two, number two. I think Prairie Dunes is number three for me. Yeah, I, I'm still jealous that I didn't get to play Prairie Dunes and you know Philly Cricket Club with you guys. But I think Chris and I, we definitely have the same top two courses, especially when it comes to the United States. Um, I probably have mine flip-flopped. Um, I, I think Pinehurst number two is just unbelievable. That's another one of those places that's just magical. You're on the grounds and there's just something about it. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, let's let's move on from Bandon. Tough to do that, but it's tough to do it. <laughs> no, before we move I on, we can talk about pick, it all episode. We, Sean and I also we took a video of every one of our tee shots and compiled it into a video. So we have our our every tee shot we hit at Bandon. So I've just been reliving the round. Yeah, <laughs> you were reliving Wait, the round like as soon as you finished. You went through your camera roll. You were, were on the patio overlooking the golf course, and Chris is going through his videos, just reliving the round. It was that good. Yeah, it's one of those courses you could shoot 120, but you could recall every single shot because that course is so spectacular. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Wait, so you probably did, Mike, right? <laughs> no, I play. I I think I shot like a 74. Um, no way. But before we, uh, but before. Yeah, before we move on, and yeah, this was like in 2015. But before we move on, name your. Let's all go around and name our favorite hole. Chris and I both said I, 16, uh, right, Chris? Or do you let me think one? about it. Because I feel like every hole is my favorite hole. Yeah. And don't it, let you know the view or the scenery kind of like you know taking out taking out the view if every hole was in the woods. Yes. I would probably say, I would probably say, one or eight. Really, nothing from wow. that. Wow. Or five. I would say you got, seventeen. You can only you can you can only pick one, Chris. <laughs> or seventeen. <laughs> seventeen is unbelievable. I think seventeen is such a good hole. Seventeen's no. a great hole. Oh yeah, shit, fuck. <laughs> if you take away the surroundings, it's seventeen for me. Uh, I really love 14. I, I'm surprised neither of you guys have mentioned that. 14 is insane. 14's really good. Um, I really like 14. 16. I think it's 8. I think it's 8's my favorite hole if every hole was in the woods. S you know, six, 16 we can wax lyrical about. Um, yeah, man, every hole. It's just, that's just what it is. Yeah. Let's move on to the Zozo. All right, let's do it. A little Zozo. Sherwood action. Nice to be back at Sherwood. Tiger defending, but not yeah. quite. Yeah. But he um, is. He's, he's defending. defending. Yeah, he's, he's defending. And he's also, with a, yeah. With an asterisk. That's not saying he's going to play well this week. Hint but. At, uh, 
potential later discussion. But Eldrick Taunt Woods at Sherwood had a 13-year stretch. He had four wins and five runner-ups. Not to totally rag on him, but I mean the <laughs> the, the, the field was you know capped at what like 18 players. No, the Chevron. Yeah, the Chevron like wasn't guessed. 18, dude. It was. <laughs> <laughs> You might as well be playing the Chevron Club Championship. Yeah, it, it sounds more like Club Championship. It's like the Golf Am Tour. Golf Channel Am Tour. <laughs> Shout out Golf Channel. Golf Channel, um, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, yeah. Um, Creates our sponsorship. Yeah, I don't know about Tiger. It's hard to say what he's going to do because last year at Zozo, he was kind of coming off injury and we we're like, okay, whatever. It'd be good if he, if he has a good week, shows some good signs, and he came out and won. And so and you never really hole, know. And if, after four holes yeah. in Japan, he was dead. Yeah, he's we, three, we like, bogey the first three. We're like, ah, he's fucked. You know, he just, you know, yanked one into the water. You know, he didn't play well in the skins game. And then, you know, he kind of, and then he goes wire to wire. We're like, oh, what do we know? I don't know what the stats say on last year's Zozo, but it might have been the most impressive display of iron play I've ever seen. Just based on the eye test, it was on one of the most confusing courses I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, <laughs> with a temporary tee on one hole, they converted to a par three. <laughs> Teeing off in the middle of the two, fairway. <laughs> every hole had two greens. Yeah, that it, that course was insane. <laughs> oh I really, I really want to get to these matchups. Um, we could talk about the course. I think it's a sick course. I think it'll be fun to watch. I think it'll be a good product this week. That course seems like, you know, I always I always see it on Gangs' Instagram. I'm like, it seems so much fun to, you know, just like bring out a couple buddies and just rip around. Because it does. I've, yeah. It seems like nobody's ever on that golf course. Yeah, and it'll be interesting this week. This is a golf course that historically i feel like his favored the more accurate players off the tee so you know a guy like morikawa and a guy like tiger if he could hit the ball really well this week <clears> off the zach tee, johnson i was literally about to mention zach do you remember zach when, johnson it puts a premium on iron play really, do you remember the zj does. tiger duel on 18 when zj choked hit it in the hazard and was this at Sherwood? It was, it was right? This was at Sherwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah he hit was. in the hazard and then hold the wedge shot, and then Tiger <laughs> made a putt and won in the playoff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was and then, outrageous. And then there was the hole out, like, the year after. It was, yeah. It, I think it's going to be a good product this week. Stay tuned for it. I love it. There's no cut. There's, there's no, no cut, cut this week, right? No cut. Back-to-back weeks, no cut. Yeah. It's no-cut paradise. So that means our back asteroid picks are going to get interesting again this week. We're going to have some guys making money, guaranteed. We're going to have money made. Guaranteed money God. for the players and for us. More I need a good week. I really need a good week. This is a big turning week. This is. And, and I You're love our matchups. I'm not in a hole. I'm tied for the lead. Oh, are you really? Or, oh, Sean is in a hole, right? No, I'm yeah, one Yeah, Sean's back. in a hole. Sean's We're in a big hole. No. Sean's seven and six. Pasco and I are eight and five. So <laughs> Sean's in a deep hole. He might not be able to scrape out of it for the rest of the season. Talk about a he deep might be hole. Dead. Look at our back asteroids leaderboard. I'm like 500 grand ahead of you guys <laughs> in one week. <laughs> we'll, get the gooch. we'll get to that. The gooch. Speaking of the gooch, let's get to the first matchup, which 
is I think it's really disrespectful. You picked it. Yeah, I was about to say, how no. did you come up with this one? I picked. I was against Sean... it. I said it was disrespectful. No. no. <laughs> I, I said, don't try to dig yourself out of the hole now that but, you're alive. But I was in my car reading this at a red light, and I just see the text, and I go, "Are you fucking kidding me, Sean? It's <laughs> you're gonna be the only disrespectful person here because you're gonna pick Goose. But I, I'm gonna have to probably ride with my well, guy. There Gooch. you go. Yeah, Gooch, I mean, Gooch showed up for you. Like, I don't he care if... Showed up, I have to show him some respect. I don't care if Tiger's playing on one leg. Which he has you done take before. Him. I don't take him. No, I don't. Because he has not shown anything that's going to make me think he's going to play well this week. I, if he can drive the ball well, I think he can I don't play care well. if he has polio. And if he can I'm taking well. him. <laughs> but that's... A, Stop giving... Fitzy shit. He's obligated to ride. The stars have to align this week for Tiger to play well, I think. Even at a golf course like Sherwood, which he has played well at, and I think favors him. Four wins. Over a decade ago. (laughs) Oh, my. Sean, I think you should apologize. You're like, you're like, uh, you're a bad guy, dude. Yeah, this is. I just call out the Tiger suck-ups when I This is a really dark scene. Everyone should be a Tiger suck-up. That's just called being a fan of greatness. I am a, I am a big Tiger fan. No, you're not. I'm not, Sean, de- I'm not Sean, delusional. You should, I'm not Sean, delusional. you should suck up to Tiger because Tiger is what got you into the game, whether you like it or not. I'm not delusional. I'm not going to pick I a guy. I think you are, actually. Just because he has a great track record at this course from 20 years ago. It, it, you should be ashamed of yourself. So, Pasco, we're on Tiger, right? We're riding the goat. Yeah, we're It's we're the goat versus the gooch. <laughs> the goat versus the gooch. Okay. That's fair. I mean, you want to do that? You can do that. It's, I'm taking know. the gooch. He made me money last week. Okay. The I gooch is becoming enough. a staple of the pod. Borderline friend of the pod. Yeah. Oh, definite friend of the pod. For definite sure. The, pod. the gooch is a friend of Mike, the pod. Mike, do you want him on the pod? I would like him on the pod. Okay, because for some people, you say you don't want them on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Okay. Should we get shout to the out second matchup? Hatton. Second matchup. Yeah, shout out to Rel Hatton, enemy of the pod. Enemy of the shout pod. out Patrick Reed, enemy of the pod. Shout out Cam Davis. Oh, shit. I, well, I guess we mentioned Cam Davis now. We have to go down the get train. Get out of town. No, Let's move no, on. No, no, move on. Move on. Cam Davis, enemy of the pod. Okay. Shout out. Next matchup we have <laughs> is pretty outrageous. Actually, should we do that one? Let's do this one. Oh, this I actually, know where you're going with this. This is one. also outrageous. I know what you, yeah. No, we're going to do the greatest Champions Tour player of all time oh, against. Not the, not the one I thought you were going with. This is a great matchup. This is a good matchup, though. Against someone who's seriously struggling, but who we all love, Jordan Spieth, Phil Mickelson. It's a doozy. This one's a doozy. You can't it's bail be a out of this one. pillow fight, yeah. This is a Phil's golf course... Try- this is a golf course that neutralizes neutralizes distance, and Phil's just gonna you know slap around. They both have. Of they both drive it terribly. <laughs> so it's a shit show. I mean, who yeah, knows? Yeah, but at least Phil hits. At least Phil hits it long. Jordan's you know an oh, I think average s- distance driver. I think Spieth is gonna break out of his shell this week. I might pick him to win, and I'm gonna take him in this matchup. I'm you also not take- picking him to win. Are you on fucking crack? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, are you the, taking speed? I'm taking speed for the matchup, but I am not taking him to even top 50 in this event. So, oh my God. in the limited field event, 
I think it's going to be a total shit show. In a limited field, no cut event, Jordan is going to conspire to miss the cut. (laughs) Okay, Mike, you're (laughs) on Phil. I'm putting you down. This this is where... I'm on Phil. I'm going to take Phil. He's riding high off, you know, his AARP win. It's an interesting story. He's he's won back-to-back starts. Right or maybe not. He's two. He played the US he's two Open, for but. two on the Champions Tour, but also Jim Furyk is two for two. So you know we shouldn't you know be wiping Phil's ass. You know Jim Furyk. borderline has been balling out low key on the PGA Tour. Sneaky big week for Phil because he's one. He's two for two on the Champ Tour. Can he translate it? Can can he prove yeah. that he can still remain on the on the biggest stage? Big yeah, week for he, Phil. Yeah, Otherwise, Phil's a fraud. Can he translate his play? Dude, to, you are you know, going at the greatest players of all time. <laughs> He's pretty much the biggest fraud in the history of the game if he can't win this oh week. Right? Oh my god, right, that's Chris? worse than saying what Mike said about the troops, which I'm not going to mention, Mike, because I don't want to expose you, but we hey, could. But the respect the troops. troops. Let's just of, say respect the troops. Of course yeah, I'm kidding about Phil. Are Phil, you Phil? Yes, I am. I don't know if you are. But it's probably a big week for him confidence-wise, right? Cause it is. It's, he's got to be able to translate it. And I don't, I don't think Phil's confidence ever wanes. I, I think he puts on a little bit of an act, a little bit of a persona. I mean, oh, that's, you can't, that's, that's true. We you can't that. drive it the worst in the field and say you're feeling confident you know, moving into the next week. You he know? always does. I think no, he's but he was at this point. dead last in driving accuracy last week. So he's it's going to be one, though. I know because it's an absolute airstrip. I mean, the, the place is wide open. Phil cannot he, do that at Sherwood. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike Weir is not exactly you know the level of speed. Mike Weir. <sighs> That's disrespectful to Mike Weir's career, but. We'll move past you, that. Mike. You've been really ripping Mike Weir. Do you have yeah, Do you have a rant some, for us? We got some comments last episode about Mike <laughs> Weir. The rips you had on him. I'm sure we'll get some more. Mike Weir bald in his prime. I have nothing to say about Mike Weir. Yeah, he was a sick player. player. I was hoping for a little rant there, Mike. But let's move on to let's Sorry move on to our third you. matchup. <laughs> Rory versus Xander. Xander. Uh, Xander, Xander kind of choked last week. But Rory also kind of choked on the weekend, too. Well, you can't choke if you're never in contention. Oh <laughs> I'm taking Rory because I'm picking Xander to win. So I'm doing the, the cr- classic oh. Chris uh, double down here. The Bornhorst hedge. hedge. God, yeah. you're such a follower. You know that. It's a, it's a sick play. It really is. All I'm right. Gonna, it's a win-win. Okay. You just gave away your pick to win. You're taking Rory? I'm taking Xander to win. Rory in the matchup. Okay. You're taking Rory. I'm also taking Rory. It's Rory. Rory's. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm taking. Say. I'm gonna take Xander to be the contrarian because I actually don't even think Xander Rory's all the gonna, way. I don't think Rory's gonna win the matchup. To be honest, I I think so Xander. Think Rory? Just it's just a hedge, Mike. It's just a hedge. Fair enough. I really don't think. I don't think Rory can beat Xander right now. I think Xander's. He's going to guaranteed finish top 10, probably top five. I think it's going to be a big week for Rory. I hope it's a Rory Spieth duel. <laughs> That's really wishful thinking. Yeah, that is very optimistic. I think you guys forget. You guys have forgotten about Rory. You have. Yeah, because he we hasn't done Rory much. We picked Rory last week. 
No, you've forgotten about him. Yeah, because he hasn't done much. He hasn't. He He's... hasn't really done anything. He hasn't won in Dude, a while. Have He's... you ever played golf? The only thing I've heard yeah. from Rory is him talking to JT about how much he loves dominoes. Yeah, I think he's, he's going to snarf down some doms and go out and shoot 63. Rightfully so. In Thousand Oaks. Rory's distracted right now. He's distracted. He's, he just had a kid. He's a new father. He's got you know things he's got to sort out at home. and, and he's got spend a takeout order that he's waiting on. Exactly. He's got to be eating <laughs> his dominoes. So I don't think Rory has it, but I'm going to take him. All right, let's go to the next matchup, Chris. Moving on. I'm pretty rattled about the disrespect given out to Rory. I've been just roasting the the, the greats of the game, actually. This it's is a really dark scene in it's Boulder. Out of hand. It really is. Boulder does bad things to me. Okay, I'm saving the best matchup for last. Let's get to uh, our second to last one, Webb versus the enemy of the pod. And... It's not even a question for me. I'm booked in for Webb against the EOP. I really want to take Hatton, but I'm going to take Webb just because I hate Hatton. I can't oh pick my God, God, the I don't club under- throws. Piss I don't understand I the hate. I'm, I'm riding with the Empire on this oh one. Oh, my God. You're taking Hatton. I'm taking Hatton. Wow. It's a lot. All right. That's really dark. That's a tough look. I can't believe you're rooting for him. I mean, I'm not, rooting, I'm not oh. rooting for him, per se. These guys are, like, the two most uncharismatic guys on the PGA Tour. But, oh, you know, I, I, would say, I would say... If I was to p- place money, money on him, you know, I would right now. Hatton's got plenty of charisma. It's just the wrong type. I think Webb is the guy that... that this has been a very him. disrespectful pod, and I'm not having it. <laughs> I might leave. Well, well, let's talk good about another guy. We, we got... Horikawa versus Morikawa. Right? <laughs> the last matchup, Horikawa versus Morikawa. You guys got Hori here. Slight caveat though, if you pick Horikawa, he's at four to one odds, right? So Miku, Robert, one to Hori, four. So Horikawa. Yep. If you if pick Morikawa, you only get one point if you win the matchup. If you pick Horikawa, you get four points. So almost as much as a win as picking the winner. So this is a big, big decision. For me, it's an easy decision. I'm taking Whore God. Oh, God. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> I'm taking Morikawa. I don't think he can Whore God. his brother Horikawa. So. <laughs> his brother. Yeah, I'm taking Morikawa, too. All right. It's your loss. That's four on the board. Who knew you could go... Who knew you could go 8-0 and oh on a five-matchup week? Imagine if Robert Horry Horikawa just dusts Morikawa this week. I might pick him to win. <laughs> just a nine-point dub if he wins. Yeah, literally. Okay, the matchups are set. This is a big week for the matchups. Huge week. This is a big week. Should we get to the back asswords? Yeah. Let's get to back asswords. Let's move into it. Do we have to institute any special rules this week like we did last week? Yeah, I'd say players got to have their card. Got to have a PGA Tour card. And just briefly, we're picking guys for the other two guys. So I'm picking for Chris and Mike, two guys that are not going to do well this week. And basically, you're trying to have the other guys make as little money as possible. So Chris, who's got the pick this week? Who's got first pick? Um, I have first pick. 
I'm down 400 grand. And it's a really dark scene. (laughs) Thanks to the Gooch. Thanks to the Gooch, who had a top five finish last week. He uh, he made 390 grand. So that's awesome. It's it's a struggle right now, but I think this is a good week for it because you're gonna have money flowing. You're gonna have money flowing. My first pick, I'm gonna take. Who are you picking for? Oh, I'm gonna. Mike, I'm going to give this guy to you. It's going to be a little... Mm, who do I want here? This is a pure gut feel. <laughs> Preparation's key. Jazz Jananwatawananawang. Oh, Jazzy J. Yeah, no one can pronounce it. Jazzy J. It's probably, think, probably the hardest name to pronounce in golf. I think it's Jazz Jananwatananand. That's <laughs> not it. Jananwatananand. I, that's the, definitely na, not it. Na, na, na. No, it's that like a, I I heard it na, na, na. on Instagram the other day. That's the way you pronounce it. Jane Watananand. Yeah, no, that's not it. I think Jane? it's Jana Watananand. Did you just say Jane? Yeah, he said Jane. I, dash I'm trying to sound it out. It's Jana Watananand. It's Jan, Jazz. It's Jazz Jan. Is what it is. It's Jazz. Can we call him DJ Jazzy J? I think JJ. Shout out DJ Jazzy J, friend of the pod. Mike, right, so <laughs> you've got him on your team get, now. <laughs> all right. Who's picking next? I'm a little it's, flustered it's, after It's that. you, Mike. I, I destroyed you guys last week. It's you. All right. Uh, so I flew close to the sun with Jordan Spieth last week. Let's fly close to the sun again. Um, Don't you dare pick the guy I'm thinking of. Sean, should I give this one to you? Yeah, give it to Sean. Don't. Uh, Sean, uh, we're going to fly close to the sun because this guy has some injury problems, kind of the way you do. Uh, I'm going to give you Jason Day. Oh, wow. God, dude, what the fuck? Dude, he almost won the PGA like a month ago. Dude, Day is my pick yeah, to win but, the Masters. But he withdrew <laughs> last week. Nobody oh, can so you're bank- back. Oh, oh that, you're I'm banking on, on him the- WDing. WD, I'm banking that's a on sick play. That's cheeky. I'm, that's cheeky. I'm banking man. on him just, you know, getting some back pains mid round and, you know, just, you know, bitching and moaning. That's borderline disrespectful to Jason Day. Never say die. Shout out Jason Day, friend of the pod. I am going to fly close to the sun with a guy who just won you in his close last. To the sun? Yes, I am. Quoting Mike. Who are you Guy just won in his last start, and we just talked about him, Mr. Phil Mickelson, the lefty. Oh, wow. I am going to give him to Chris. Yes, Chris, you officially got lefty on your That's team. That's perfect. I'm on a hedge now because I took speed <laughs> against Phil. Yeah, I took speed against Phil. I don't oh, no. think Phil That's has not a hedge. any chance at Sherwood Actually, this yeah, week. You got to drive it reasonably well, and he does not do that. So yeah. Phil might win. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Phil's now, by the way, off the board for the season. Yeah. Yeah. Until we cycle back through. So probably another another 20 episodes at least. Yeah. He'll probably have like 10 Champions Tour wins by then. Yeah. I'm going to go with my second pick, which is going to Sean. I'm going to give him Adam Long. I feel like we already used him. Or am I we have him not up? used Adam Long. I like Schlong. the Long. I like Long God. Adam Long, it's locked in. Lock it in. 
Alright. So I'm picking next? Yeah. So I'm giving this one to you. Because this is my gimmick with this game. I'm going to fly close to the sun. I'm going to fly again. close to the sun. <gasps> Who are you going to pick? Guy, are you going to pick Xander? Like... No, 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 no. We're going to pick a, pick a guy struggling with his swing and just, you know, haven't really heard from him. That's the worst pick I've ever seen. Finishes, yeah. you know, T35 every week. I'm giving you Ricky. Whoa! Rick. That's a good... That's a good pick, Sneaky. I mean, he's not going to come dead last, but he's not, not going to do anything. He's Dude, not top twenty. There's no he's way he's top twenties. The no, pairing no I have battled it out for a PGA Championship in 2014 at Valhalla. I know. What has Adam Long done? He won a PGA West. That's it. Yeah, he had a sick win at PGA West. He shot like 30 under. Yeah, he's no, nasty. He, he Adam Long's Phil. He cucked Phil. That was sweet. <laughs> Adam Long's my boy. Longo's winning this week. You heard it here first. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, he's he's you not winning. Also said Cam Davis was going to win his next start. Yeah, you actually you actually heard that here first because that will be. I don't hilarious. know. Is Cam Davis ever going to start again on the PGA Tour? Because he's been absent for two weeks. Wonder why that. He is. has been absent. He's been give him a MIA. break. He sucks. Limited field defense. You know he struggles to get in those. Mike, you got the pick, right? Yeah, just get No, it. it's going to Mike. Sean, it's your pick. It's yeah, my pick. Exactly. I, I always mix this up. I really lose my spot in these segments. All right, I'm going to give... This is a joke. <laughs> I got to pick from <laughs> Mike now, the last guy off the board here in back words. I'm going to take PGA Tour winner, one Valero Texas Open, Andrew Landry. That's a terrible pick. Has been struggling with this game. Really hasn't played well all year. I, okay. This could be that week where he just shows up because, you know, he yeah. can, he'll hit it. Also, a PJ, PGA West whore, Landry. He, uh, He's PGA yeah, he West. did win. I think he had a good good week this year. I remember seeing No, him. he won. No. This he didn't did win he... this year. I think he won last year. Or he might have won this year. He won Valero. Uh, he won on some dinky course. Valero's not a dinky course. It's an absolute joke of a golf course. Mm, actually, Valero, sick gas station, also friend of the pod. Okay, let's move on to picks to win. Let's move on to our Valero picks to win. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he's got two wins. Andrew Landry's got two career PGA Tour wins. That's more than I thought. I thought he had won. Yeah, yeah he won the Valero and... Uh, I don't know what else. PGOS. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to picks to win. Sean, we already know you're on Xander. All right, so it's just, it just comes down to me and you, Chris. Yeah, because Xander's not winning. Joke. I can almost guarantee that. That's my virtual lock of the week is Xander not to win. Xander's not winning. Who's your pick? I'm either going to take God or Rory. I can't decide. Oh, my God. Sean, who are you picking? I've got what? Xander. We already had Xander. Oh, you're at you're actually locked on Xander. Yeah. Wow, that's special. Okay, Chris, make your make up your mind right now. What do you think, Horgot or Rory? You know, you you always say that you know I need like 20 minutes to prepare, and then you, <laughs> then, and then and then you come into the clean, <laughs> then you clo- come into the clean feed, and you're just like. I'm ready to go. And then you're like, are you ready? Are you ready? Then you chastise Sean about having to take a piss. 
Yeah, it's really a joke, and it's borderline disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. I think you owe Sean an apology. Especially. All right. Yeah. I the guy I'm disrespectful taking, to my brand. When it's all said and done. <laughs> shout out the brand, friend of the pod. Shout out the club. Shout out the uh, pushcart mafia. Shout out pushcart mafia. Are you guys done? Yeah, banter's over. Can I make my pick? Yeah. Yeah, be my guest. But it better be whore god. Can you let me make my pick, please? (laughs) (sighs) My pick to win, when it's all said and done, this guy's going to have, I don't want to say double-digit majors. I'm not going to say double-digit majors. This guy's going to have at least seven majors. Speed it up. And that's all I need to say. You should know who I'm taking. Mike, who you got? I'll take it. (laughs) All right, this is a Jack Nicholas course. This is a Jack Nicholas course, and if you know anything about Nicholas course, a hide fade works well. So with that, I'm taking Morikawa. Call him Morikawa. Uh, I think you guys have terrible picks. I Morikawa has played so poorly the last like couple starts. I don't know how tied, you can pick him. He finished tied 12th last week. At CJ. Yeah, he finished like Wow, sneaky T12. I mean, he played terrible before that in in the U.S. Open. Morikawa versus Xander is also an interesting, like, who's better type of deal. Morikawa has a major. Xander doesn't. Xander's a little more consistent. You know, it's... Yeah, but Morikawa's been on tour for only a year. Right, and you could... And he's already had a better career than Xander. And he, I mean, he's the best iron player, arguably, since Tiger. Like, talent. Well, since Rory. And by the way, if you didn't know, my pick to win was Rory. So, Rory's my pick to win. Best ball striker on the planet. Wow. You completely wasted our time with that. <laughs> with the yeah. setup? Yeah, that was really <laughs> bad. You, you just picked the most commercial guy <laughs> in the field to win. <clears throat> Blatantly unprepared, you just go to the first guy that was on the notables. Screw you. Yeah, that's I mean, disrespectful he's to gonna us. Win. To you, you, you don't want me to pick the guy who's going to win. I mean, he is just so not going to win. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to be on the 13th team. He's going to be like, where's one pizza? He's going to have a really solid, like, T18 finish. Nope. He's going to play well. He'll, he'll maybe put up 166 and then follow it up with, like, 74. I can yeah. Bet he's not going to shoot an over par round this week. It'll be a nice Bullshit. little week, a cute week for, for Rory. Really nice for him, but not a win. He's here to collect that fat appearance fee. <laughs> I'm only He's... here because I, I don't want to get fined. I'm, I'm only here so I don't get fined. Yeah. Shout out Marshawn Lynch, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Mike, myself. it's that time of day. It's that time of year. We're Where entering take... the Eurozone. Oh, our favorite segment, where Sean and I shut up and let Mike rant about some Eurotour scam or Aaron Rye using head covers or Fleetwood retiring. <laughs> uh, well, I have another course rant this week. Oh God! So, um, Mike, do you like any Eurotour courses at all? Like a single one? No, but the, no, because <laughs> the thing is, he likes pots. all the Eurotour players. I know that is true. Eats them up, but he hates the golf courses. All which right. is can we can we go to can we go back to one of our favorite topics, and that's uh, power lines on golf courses. <laughs> so apparently, the shout Chino out Jackson Club, Country Club. 
<laughs> Salad Jackson. Apparently, the Chervo Golf Club in Brescia, Italy, that's hosting this week's Italian Open, is just littered with power lines. Italian golf is kind of sick, though. Absolute disgrace. I've played that's golf sick. in Italy. When do you play golf in Italy? About six, seven years ago. How was it? It was, it was kind of cool because it's so different. But, I mean, it's not spectacular, but it's kind of cool. Okay. Well, I'm not going to devote a single minute to it because of power lines and golf courses. Mike, you're a resident Euro Tour specialist. You've got to tune in. How's, how's well, how are we going to do a Euro Tour or Eurozone segment next week? Well, I'll come back Sunday to roast the course even more. You've Mike, what's your prediction for Aaron Rye this week? Uh, unfortunately, he's probably going to top five again. Is he even in the field? <laughs> Mike, these are things you got to know. Uh, let's look it up. Aaron Rye. Uh, no, he's not in the field this week. He'll somehow oh, top five. Lucky for you. He's somehow he's somehow in the top five. Um, Mike, who are guys to keep an eye on this week? Who who do you, who do you think is? kind of trending that you think is going to hover around the top of the leaderboard maybe get the job done um so i think uh the twelve thirty two time uh victor perez matt wallace and burnt Viesberger. that's probably got to be the uh marquee grouping of the week kind of a sick group yeah that is that's kind group. of a sick group i also <laughs> i also like the group of renato paratore uh lee westwood and martin keimer just you know Lee Westwood's swing has become the stiffest swing I've yeah. ever seen because he usually has to was, lunge down at it, but now he can like barely get down to it, and it's so stiff. He looks immobile. I know, but I was thinking about taking him for the Masters uh, for the Masters draft. Oh my god! Should we get to the Masters draft? Uh, I also want to shout out Torbjorn Olsen's back on the European tour. Uh, I'm not sure how his court case is doing. Can't trust him on a transatlantic flight. That's for sure. No. <laughs> Who do you trust more, Thomas Peters with your golf clubs or Thor Bjornsson? Or not Thor Bjornsson. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. <laughs> or Olsson on a train. He's not even in college. <laughs> no, just disregard what need, I said. You need to watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Disregard everything I said. Let's move on to Master's Draft. And to answer your question, I, can't, I do I not can't trust wait either of them. I can't wait till you play him this year. Yeah, that's going to be great. Pac-12 matchup. We, we Shout out Pac-12, friend of the pot. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the Masters draft. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm cracking up here. Can we move on, folks? Yeah, let's move on. Masters draft. Sean, your first pick. That's this pretty is big. Go- this is going to be a really dark scene for me. <sighs> oh, my God. We're I getting- have... Sean, I'll give you ten bucks if you if you take Chris's pick. You know, at this point, it's so hard to tell who he's gonna pick, and we're kind of getting into that point in the draft where all the top guys are gone, and you're kind of just picking on a whim, hoping for a, a random good week. You are. There's I'm a ninety. The there's a ninety percent chance that he's taking Horikawa this week. That he's taking Horikawa for the Masters. <laughs> Hori. I doubt, doubt he's in the field, but the guy I'm going to pick this week, I feel like might be Chris's pick. It, although it's so glaringly obvious. And it's Jordan Spieth. Not my oh pick. Oh, my God. He, he is playing so badly, but... That's a, 
it's Augusta and it's Spieth and it's the Masters. So he's gonna put it together. He'll find a way to finish top twenty. Okay. He'll put it together. Your or he'll miss the cut miserably for the first time ever. So oh, I think he'll make the cut, sh- but he'll finish Sean, like T forty. Your Masters team is looking really bleak right now. My Masters team is sick. I think they might all miss the cut. Scheffler, Wiesberger, Cooch, Kevin Na, and Speed. I think they're all missing the cut. I think that's the best team. I don't like that. Who's, who's up next? Uh, Mike, you're up. Oh, fuck, I was not prepared. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just come out and say that. Um, <laughs> I'm you know, still you know, rattled that Joaquin is sitting on your sidelines. I've been on such a high that, you know, that Waco's on Team Pasco. And I no just offense to Waco, but I hope he misses the cut miserably because of the fight you guys have had over him. And <laughs> shout out Waco, friend of the pod, but if he imagine if he wins the Masters, I will just hijack the pod for <laughs> an hour. And I've just been I've literally just been staring at the OWGR ranking, <laughs> just looking at Tiger, just looking at Tiger at T28. I'm just if, like, when he yeah. drops out, it's going to be an absolute dogfight for him. Um, but who do I want to take? I uh, might purposefully tank tank matchups the week before to get Tiger. <laughs> I think you're. You're not allowed to get Tiger after ripping into him. No, yeah, but he's, say, you're blacklisted. Tiger's a horse for Augusta. You can't take him. You you've absolutely you've absolutely ragged on the guy. It kind of goes against what I said earlier because he has an insane record at Sherwood, but he is so good at Augusta, and I don't think that course. I think that course has the biggest experience advantage out of any course on the PGA Tour. Like I said, five more green jackets. All right, it's so not all the realm of possibility. All right, let's move on to my pick. Um, <clears throat> I will take... Terrible This guy's pick. had a pretty good... Uh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, I mean, he is probably going to say this. This is a terrible pick, but I'm going with You're going to take Matt Wolf? Guy. No, I'm not. Matt Wolf's like 12th in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say Matt Wolf because I was going to go on a rant. No, I'm going to take a guy who's actually had a pretty good record at Augusta and can absolutely roll the rock even though... No, do not say who I think you're saying. Ball. Oh Just no no no! Him. You took him again. You definitely took Wait. him again. Is it Ian Poulter? No. Oh. Uh, I'm taking no. Ian Poulter. Poulter's a terrible pick. I he's feel like Poulter's a pretty good record. At he's Augusta. not a disgraceful ball. Actually, striker. he's been playing pretty well, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's had a very good record at Augusta. Yeah, that's a solid pick. Yeah, I mean, there was no, but. You, one of you guys alluded to it. You know, there's no, there's nobody on the board that like absolutely, you know, like jumps off the page right now. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's one guy. All right, who is it gonna be? And he's 45th in the world, sitting right next to Joaquin Neiman, friend of the pod. I was thinking about him, but I'm like, no. I'm going with Allison Stoke <laughs> because That's... she's gonna be the reason that Ricky does you well are... this year. That is really dark. Ricky lost seven and a half shots to the field just two weeks ago with his irons. You need to hit your irons well at Augusta. And I know he's a horse for Augusta, but it's not looking good for Ricky. It's also not looking good for Spieth, buddy. But he's won. 
Yeah, basically. So has Ricky, basically. You know what? I honestly have no reasoning to back up anything I've said in this podcast. It's just gut feeling. Mike, who did yeah. you pick? Like any of I the things Poulter. I said. Oh, yeah. I picked Poulter. Weren't you ripping Poulter last week? Probably. Oh, yeah, because his pants were absolutely dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, that's nothing new for him. His... He looked like a still fucking, to this day, his dress. He looks so like a window terrible. curtain. <laughs> but he's like going backwards. Like it got better. Now he's going back. Yeah, it did get better. He was wearing like normal clothes for a little while. By the way, yeah. now that we're on Poulter, can we talk about that video of him hitting the shot through his car, through the window of his car? That had to be fake, right? That pissed me off so much. That had to be fake. There's no way he would do that first take with a real ball. That came out a while ago, right? I, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, but we never got time. to it. Yeah. I have. No. I well, have yeah, no, it came out like five months ago. I yeah, think, so. it was like during quarantine. I have no thoughts on it, but like you know, the problem is if he broke a window, he has so much money in the. Well, he's not bank. post. He he's, probably he's broke a couple <laughs> before that. He didn't post them. <laughs> he he sure would waste. Yeah. Hard to say with Pulte. Pulte. God. All right. We just we just finished recording the, the episode, but we have to get into this, and we're probably going to put this first. So let's just get into it. And we Sean and I at dinner today were talking about the top five states for golf in the country. Oh, my God. God, I can't imagine. This got really saying. heated. Well, because like, it started since we're from Boston. I was saying Mass is a top five golf state. Oh, my God. This absolutely. Grinds, absolutely. Absolutely. Gears. Sean, if you it, say if you say it's not a top five or seven, I will actually. Like, Sean says it's 15. I had it at 15. Are you and I can joke? Name, and I can name all 15 you in You can't name it. all 15. You do but it, I have not. No, no, Chris. No, nope. Chris. Stop talking. Let let him speak. Let him speak and embarrass himself. I have not played, and neither of these guys. We've not played every course in every state, so it's tough to really tell. And well, that's so what my subjective. point is that you might have in a state, you might have two insane courses, but then it's a huge drop off. the The great thing about Massachusetts is you have so many elite courses. Not the best in the world. Not the best in the country. But you have so many elite courses, and I think that's what makes it special. You have so many gems. And I agree I can, with that, Chris. Yeah, I in Massachusetts, you can name at least 9 to 12 legitimately world-class golf courses. Yeah, you can't do that in, in Arkansas, like you said was ahead dude, of I did never. Arkansas is probably like top three worst. But Okay, well, name them. Oh, All right. okay. We'll start up on the East Coast, and I just name some them. of these that are no, no, no. you just, cannot just argue. Your top just name them. right now. New York, Pennsylvania, can't okay. argue those ones. Those just are keep ahead. going. No, keep going. North Carolina, South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, 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 such no, no, a I... joke, dude. North Carolina no, has Pinehurst, fine. Pinehurst, Mid Pines, Tobacco Road. You can't. I know, argue that. but. I know. Wait, I've already Wait, said Pinehurst is the number two course I've ever played, but that there's a drop off though. There's a drop off, dude. There are Keep eight going. courses at Keep Pinehurst. Going. There's three Keep at going. Mid Pines, Keep and going. there's Tobacco Road. That's Keep insane. Keep going. Then and you have. There's only two great courses at Pinehurst. I'm sorry. That's so North Carolina, Sean, South you've Carolina. You've never been to Pinehurst. You can't say. 
okay, well, you can't speak on South Carolina. You've never been there. And neither can I, really. Yeah, this yeah. is just my opinion on what I hear. I play Ke- – I know South Carolina has good golf. Kiowa's sick. Exactly. Kiowa, That's my point. You can't just name one course. Okay, keep going. You get Hil- all the courses on Hilton Head, which Hilton is Head's a, a bunch of them. Georgia, Town's sick, Ge- but Georgia, a Georgia is inarguable. Georgia's a joke, dude. Between, you nah, Georgia. Between Sea Island, Augusta, East Lake, and I'm sure there's Peach a bunch tree. of great. Yeah, Peachtree, um, Reynolds Plantation, Cap- I believe. Yeah, I play Reynolds Plantation. You know, good good resort course. Capital City Crab Apple. Keep going. Um, Florida. You say Florida. I'm hanging up. Florida. No, no, no. You can't yeah. say Florida. Sean, you can't say Florida in... with a straight face. Sean, you're you're saying that, you know, Death's Waiting Room has the best golf course. Oh, Fuck off. The best course in Florida, you have MacArthur, you have Medalist, Loxahatchee. Then you go to, like, Seminole. Seminole's a joke. No, Se- Seminole's sweet. No, Seminole's it's a little soft, but it's sweet. Seminole I being, think, like, the top, top five course in Florida. Sweet. Seminole is a top five course in Florida. I haven't yeah. played it, but I can and say by looking at all the other courses and hearing things from people who've played a lot of great courses, I don't think it's a, the 13th ranked course in the country, but it's a great golf course. And it's one of Donald Ross's best golf courses. <laughs> it's, the ra- it's, it's the routing that's the star of Seminole because There's, it's such a crappy piece of land. Exactly. There's some great golf courses in Naples. What's the one? Um, Calusa, Calusa Pines. Pines. Yeah, Calusa Naples Pines. Naples National. Is, Naples National. I've played Naples Beach Club. I really like that place. Um, there's some Tiburon, great. Tiburon, of course. Tiburon. There's some great courses up in the Tampa area between Innisbrook. Um, no. It's it's a great golf. It's state. not even close. There's a lot of really lower, like a lot of lower tier golf courses there, but you've got a lot of really good golf courses that are hard to argue with. Then you move to Texas. That's Texas. Texas is, sucks. Texas has so many like Texas has so many, but really they don't solid have any golf elite. courses. They don't have any like uh, above and beyond. Dallas National and and Champions Golf Club, and then all the new courses they just built in Frisco are supposed to be spectacular. Yeah, but there's no golf course, you know, on the PGA Tour, especially in Texas, you know. Trinity Forest is supposed to be amazing. It was built Uh, on a landfill. Austin Country Club looks pretty cool. Austin Country Club is cool, but, like, you know, the place they play Valero at, the Byron Nelson course is dog, you know, it's a dog track, you know. Um, the old Shell Houston Open, terrible golf course. Okay, but you can't go just off the, the t- TPC, the tour courses, because those are built for tour events. They're not really the most interesting courses. But I agree tr- on that. Courses like Trinity Forest are supposed to be spectacular. I, I think, you know, by all accounts, that's a really underrated golf course. So yeah, I've got, I mean, it gets a bad rap because the court. Okay, keep going. Tour keep going. So I've got Texas. I'm going to go up to Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio. Ohio's a Ohio sweet. No, dude, Ohio's you sweet. can't. Dude, I know Between, Ohio has Muirfield and Double Eagle and the golf the club. golf club. I know that. I know they have. Oh that. my god! The but golf you, club the drop off is abysmal. Camar- Camargo. Camargo is in Ohio as well. Is Camargo in Ohio? No, it's in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's in, in Ohio. down it's in the Cincy, Cincy area. Yeah. yeah okay. Camar- Camargo might put Ohio over the top. Ohio's really sweet. It's a really sweet golf state. Then I'm gonna go over to Arizona, California. Yeah. No, no, shut the. No Arizona, yeah. Chris had Arizona in his top three, so 
If... Can we talk about Ohio golf courses for a second? Sure. Camargo, Muirfield Village, the golf club, Scioto, Inverness. Scioto. Inver- we forgot about Inverness. And Inverness Canterbury. and Scioto. That might yeah. be a top five golf store. Golf, I think uh, I'm changing my view on Ohio. Ohio's sick. Ohio's really sick. sick. You said, wait, I'm, I just want to get to the bottom of your list, Sean. You said Missouri was a better golf no, state than Massachusetts. No, no. You did. You did. You cannot take it back live because I know you did, and you're lying if you say you I did. Said did Missouri you was, say that? I said did Missouri was probably right behind Mass, in my opinion. You need to watch your mouth. He's backing off of it, but yeah. I didn't, Sean, I'm not backing off it. That's the truth. Sean, I'm going to wash your mouth with soap. I haven't backed off of anything I've said so far. I'm still standing strong on this take. Missouri. I, Cali- California. Missouri. Let's move past Missouri. I said it's not. It's, it's right behind Freaking Missouri, Mass. folks. That's what, that's what we're dealing with here. A guy who thinks Missouri is better than Massachusetts golf. God, you, you are one step away from being California. California and Oregon. Oregon's and that's, not. That's 14 in front of Mass. Bannon's the best course in the world, but... Or, I, mean, I mean, it's not the best course in the world, in the, but... In the state. In, in the states. But it's... That's basically all you have. You have a couple others. You but, literally have the best golf complex in okay, the world. Te- in the Tethero, US Pronghorn. Yeah. Portland Golf Club. Eugene Country Eugene Club. Eugene Country Club. It looks sick. Lake no, Oswego is really solid. It's dude, fine. Lake Oswego is sick. Yeah, it's a good course. There's good courses in every state. Exactly. You wanted the, the nitty-gritty, the middle-of-the-road courses. Lake Oswego is a, a perfect example of one that you'd bring that up That being mass. a top-ten course in Oregon is embarrassing, though. It's not. We don't know. I'm just saying it's a solid course. Pumpkin Ridge. Pumpkin Ridge is there. I don't know how great Pumpkin Ridge no, is. No, Pumpkin Ridge is sick. Like, it, Waverly, Sylvie's. Waverly is apparently really sick. Uh, we drove by that. It, that's 14 right in front of Mass. I don't know what to tell you. There's really no way to argue it. Golf, <laughs> just just to put a little bit of credibility on my argument, Golf Digest had Mass at 17th in the country. I put Mass at 15. So you're Chris, actually putting Chris, a little Chris, bit of respect on its name. Wait, so Sean, can you I mute just Sean's mic? Wait, I want to get something straight, Sean. So you're taking the Golf Digest um, rankings as gospel. You're taking them as credible, right? Yeah, people. Yes or no? Why are people, you them? People rel- like people think they're credible, and it's somewhat political. Well, you're using the, it for your evidence to this. So, is it credible or not? It's somewhat credible. I think it's I not think just one, of, one of the others. Because you used it, knocked down their credibility. Because Sean also was ripping the Golf Digest uh, course rankings with Prairie Doom. <laughs> because being, it's political. Being it's higher somewhat political. Than the golf club and. What else? And and TCC, you're but you're bagging all of the golf digest credibility course. with the rankings, and Chris, now I you're using it as Prairie evidence. Dunes looks unbel- Prairie Dunes is like a top twenty course. Yeah. Oh yeah. People, I mean, we've played it and it's fantastic. People say it's arguably a top ten core. I would say though, because the or if the golf digest rankings are so political. Because of the amount of money and the amount of business that happens in Massachusetts, wouldn't you, and the amount of private clubs there are in Massachusetts with a lot of powerful people, wouldn't you think that Massachusetts would get a bump because of how political they are over states that are less wealthy that are in the rankings, like a South Carolina, like a North Carolina? 
Yeah. Really? Why, why doesn't it work like that? It doesn't come down to state politics. It comes down to business no, golf courses. Exactly. In Mass is a really powerful business state with a lot of powerful golf courses that have a lot of wealthy members and a lot of but money. Yeah, and no, but they're a lot of private scale. Here's the they're thing, all small here's the thing scale. About mass, here's the thing about Mass. And a lot of them are private. Most of them are very exclusive. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Which Those is clubs why, so, are very Right, that's powerful. why Golf Digest and promotes and the public the, courses so they no, want people to no. go and spend a bunch of money. And no. here's the thing about Mass is that within a 40-mile radius of the city of Boston, there's really no land where you can actually build a great golf course that's like actually you know available. So why are you trying to argue that it's a top golf state if the land is not the, good for it? Well, no, I'm just saying that, you know, there's, you're not going to really see, you know, an amazing golf course, you know, outside the city of Boston being built, you know, within the next, you know, 20 years, you know, within a 40 mile radius because, you know, all that land's been taken up or, you know. But that's something some, like, you have to take into account. Yeah, I, I totally get that. But that's something you take into account with these these rankings like land availability and how the land is used is something that you land, take into account but the courses with that were already course. here you know before you know these great courses that were built in the 21st century you know like bgc and old sandwich you know you know tcc katanzit essex myopia bgc um, and old sandwich are really new but yeah last... that's what i just said i said outside of those courses you know the courses yeah. that were built in the 1900s, you know, BGC, not BGC, you know, Essex, Myopia, TCC, Katanzit, uh, Eastward Ho, um, Vesper, you know, one of our favorites. Yeah. You know, I'm sure I'm missing, you know, I'm Taconic. sure I'm missing a bunch of others. Taconic, Salem. Taconic's great. Salem, yeah. Worcester's really good. Worcester. What, yeah, Worcester's awesome, you know. And then, you know, we can go to the, you know, the publics that, you know, Donald Ross built, you know, Franklin Park and George Wright. Yeah, I think you could probably exclude George Wright on that list. But I, t I totally see what you're saying, Mike. It's There's so many hidden gems in Mass. You're right. But we also... Within such a close, within such a close radius of each other. Yeah, and we also know the most about Mass Golf. And... There are plenty of other states with, with hidden gems that there's a reason they're ranked higher in these rankings. There, there's no way Mass would be ranked 15th when all of these editors and these researchers know all of the hidden gems. They would, If they thought they were better, they would have put it in the top five. It's It can't be that starkly different. Oh, my goodness. 